This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. Tuesday, I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back only to Democracy in Talk Radio of four. And by you, the people, live on the radio nationwide, streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com forward slash stream. Keep in mind, we stream live when we broadcast live Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. For those of you interested, I taped earlier a segment on Sean Hannity's radio show that comes up in about a half hour if you want to, during our commercial break, sneak over and take a listen. But I hope you'll keep joining us in this and every hour on your show. And in this hour, just you, just me, no quest- no guests. So we just want your questions, your opinions, your comments, your concerns. Pope Francis touched down at Andrews Air Force Base today. The president and the first lady were there to greet him. And you know, it always amazes me. That even though we're a majority Christian, not Catholic, Protestant, so many people love the Pope and so many people love this Pope. They dig this Pope. I dig this Pope. And we're going to talk about Pope Francis, his visit, what he's going to say, what he should say, how you feel about it, and his, of course, speaking before Congress the first time that has happened ever. Not just for this Pope and this Congress, but any time at all in our history. And speaking of history, isn't it interesting to remember? Now, I certainly, you know, don't remember. I mean, I, you know, I, I wasn't there. I, was, I wasn't on the scene yet. But when John F. Kennedy ran for president, and right up to when he was elected, there was such pushback about him running because he was Catholic. There was even pushback with John Kerry because he was Catholic, and some even from the Catholics because he's pro-choice. But Pope Francis has been speaking about money, about the poor, welfare, gays, Muslims, love, hate, judgment. And speaking of love, I think we can all agree, Pope Francis talks a tough love game. And many people feel that the Pope is bringing tough love to America. And many, there are people out there who feel that America needs to hear this, that America needs to hear this message that we as humans, in a sense, whether you're Catholic or not, have lost our way. This Pope has inspired younger people to enter the priesthood. I was watching a documentary on that last night, something Lisa Ling did. It's actually in the state of Michigan. 
There are more and more young men entering the priesthood. And after the scandal in the Catholic Church, less and less people were going to church, less and less people were joining the Catholic Church, more and more people were leaving, some of them becoming Episcopalian, Catholic light, leaving church altogether, becoming Protestant. But this Pope, with his tough love message, not just to America, but to the world, is actually filling up some of those pews and bringing more people back into the priesthood and back to the religion of Catholicism. But Pope Francis isn't here to convert people. Pope Francis is here in his position. And while here, I believe he will speak on some of the issues and give his brand of tough love in these messages. This, the United States, whether you like it or not, is still the most affluent and powerful nation in the world. And you might say, well, we're not the richest. Well, we're one of the richest nations in the world, and we're certainly the most powerful. Normally, this Pope and others have watched the United States on television or from afar, okay? But Pope Francis has landed and is now walking on U.S. soil for the first time at the age of 78. He has never been to the United States of America. He was in Cuba before this where we do have a new embassy and where we have opened up a relationship that was closed for 50 years. Some people agree with that. Some people don't. And he is arriving, has arrived in Washington from Cuba uh, earlier today. There are people that feel, because we have a practice of separation of church and state, there are people that feel that although we welcome the Pope as a head of a church, a head of a religion, of which there are millions of followers here in the United States, millions of U.S. Catholics, that the Pope sometimes oversteps his bounds on not just social issues, but on political issues, on issues that aren't in the Bible, and on issues that some people feel should not be a papal matter. He is a very warm welcome, obviously, that he is assured from the millions of U.S. Catholics. And by the way, if you look at his poll numbers, most politicians would envy those, especially Congress right now, right? Lowest approval rating in the history of Congress. Um, but there are people out there that love this pope that aren't Catholic. I'm one of them. Now, just to give you my background with Catholicism, in case you think I have none, <laughs> my mom is Sicilian and Irish. She has an Irish father, John Duffy. You can Google that. You won't find me. There's <laughs> too many of them. And then her mother, who came um, from Sicily, uh, Diego, was my grandmother, and both my grandparents are deceased. My mother was brought up Catholic. My mother wanted to be a nun until she met my dad. She fell hard for the nice Jewish boy. Oh, yeah. And when I was a little girl, at first, there was really no religion. And up until I was six years old, I attended temple, a Jewish temple synagogue with my father's parents because my mom had moved when she married my dad to Massachusetts from New York. And uh, so I grew up with my dad's family, right, the Jewish side of my family. So culturally, I am very Jewish, uh, culturally. But, and Jews and Italians, somebody once told me, are exactly the same except for Jesus. And culturally, uh, you know, with the ethnicity and a lot of the family and just, you know, the food and just a lot of uh, the culture, very, very similar. When I was six years old, it was very important to my mom that I receive my first communion. Remember, mom was going to be a nun. 
So all of a sudden, I started going to catechism on Wednesdays. Had no idea what the heck this was. Hadn't even been going to Catholic church. Got the wafer in the mouth. All happy I could pick out a pretty bridal gown, right? We girls love picking out those gowns, right? I sound terrible. My, that's why my daughter wants to be in somebody's wedding so she can wear a pretty gown. She's seven. But when I was six, I made my first communion. When I was 13, however, and it was time for my confirmation, I did get confirmed by the skin of my teeth. When I was being questioned by, I think it was the cardinal at the time, and I think it was the very famous in Massachusetts, Cardinal Bernard Law, that was our cardinal at the time, um, when he asked me some questions, I told him I really didn't believe everything in the Bible. And he said, like what? I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure that I believe in the virgin birth. That kind of sounds hokey to me. And he said, do you want to receive the sacrament, in, uh, sacrament of confirmation? Do you want to be confirmed in the Catholic Church? And I said, I, I think so. I know my mother wants me to. And he was like, well, do you know the right answer to the question? And honestly, he was like, cool, because he knew I didn't really believe it. Totally. Wasn't sure if I believed it. But he was giving me a second opportunity to answer that question. And I did get confirmed. And then when I was 16, my mother became a born-again Christian, and we left the Catholic Church, and I thought my mother was a cuckoo, and I was just glad to be out of church, and, you know, my life of hedonism began from there. No, no, no. Actually, I went through other religious cycles, <laughs> Protestantism and Judaism, and now I'm back to just, I like God, I don't like religion, or subscribe to any one religion. So I wanted to tell you that. Oh, because, and I was also baptized when I was a baby. Um, in, uh, uh, with, uh, I was baptized, but my father was not there. My father was outside because he was Jewish, and at the time, he couldn't be a part of it. So it was like my mother, my godmother, and my godfather. My godmother, by the way, was a Jew, had converted to Catholicism when she married her husband. But that's a whole other story. Here's the deal. The Pope has a warm welcome, but not just from Catholics. From people of other faiths, or people like me who once were a part of the faith, for people who like what he has to say, and that definitely is evident in those poll numbers. This is the first Latin American pope to bless this nation. But some of what he says is uncomfortable for Catholics, for Americans, and for politicians, especially some that are Catholic. John Boehner comes to mind. And it's uncomfortable because the pope challenges we as, a per we as people, we as human beings, but also we as a nation in our decisions. Because many of our decisions have to do with the ills that he has spoken of and the ills he actually has denounced. He is the head of one of the largest religions. And although the Pope embraces aspects of our American life, he has definitely been known, and he came out of the gate running, he's definitely been known for being very blunt and very critical of contemporary society, of global economics. He's criticized things from capitalism to climate change to technology, and these all span the political spectrum. John Carr, as director of the Initiative on Catholic Social Thought and Public Life at Georgetown University, said, quote, Pope Francis is the ultimate Washington outsider. His priorities are not Washington's priorities. We think we are the center of the world. We are not the center of Pope Francis' world. He is frankly more comfortable in the slums of Argentina than in the corridors of power. When you read the writings and you hear the commentary from this pope, 
from the things he has issued, whether in word out of his mouth or the pen, since just being elected two years ago. The United States, some would say, spits in the face of what Pope Francis believes and hopes to achieve. We are the home to the mightiest market economy. We are ravenous as consumers, and that's part of our culture. We, were, we nurtured the World Wide Web. And by the way, those are all things that make us us, and that's much of what this Pope abhors. He hates it, can't stand it. So the Pope is a very delicate political assignment. He's already met with the President. He will be addressing Congress. He will be holding masses, of course, and other public events in Washington and Philly and in New York all this week. He will be talking about many things, and there are some things some people don't feel he should touch upon and that he talks about that make Catholics uncomfortable or make Americans uncomfortable. So I want you to talk with me prior to the Pope speaking before Congress and prior to what you hear him saying in Washington, New York, Philly, and at these masses. One, what do you think of the Pope's visit to the United States, and what do you think of him addressing Congress? It will be his first time ever on U.S. soil. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And I apologize. I said uh, it be the first time a Pope will, be, Pope will visit, or first time this Pope will visit. I do know the difference. I just tripped over my tongue there. Second, what do you hope to hear from Pope Francis when he addresses Congress this week? And how much influence do you think this Pope has on the actions of our politicians? 8886 Leslie 8886537543 is the number. What issues do you want Pope Francis to focus on during his visit to America? Is there more than one issue? 8886 Leslie 8886537543. And what issues would you rather Pope Francis refrain from speaking on during his visits to DC, Philly and New York? 8886 Leslie 8886537543. Is it within a Pope's position and power, in your opinion, to speak to the politics of the countries they visit? Especially those like ours that aren't predominantly Catholic. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. One more thing. In a recent poll, 79% of Catholic Americans like the direction Pope Francis is taking the church. 9% disapprove. Do you like Pope Francis' progressive views on same sex marriage, abortion, climate change? Yay or nay? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Pope Francis said a good Pope medals in politics. What do you think? 8886 Leslie's the number. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Back after this. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 8886 Leslie. podcast of Leslie? It's as easy as going to www.lesliemarshallshow.com. And we're back on Leslie Marshall talking about the Pope's visit. He's here in the U.S. asking a lot of questions and getting your take here on the program, on your show in this hour. Let's open up the phone lines. And we started out with Diane in Tennessee, line two. Uh, Diane, um, what do you think are things the Pope should and should not say? Well, I'm a registered nurse with breast cancer, and I wish the Pope would say, 
I'm not an enemy of capitalism. I'm trying to live like Jesus taught, and I'm just happy that he's not wearing those red bottom Prada shoes. I mean, ah. <laughs> hope. Okay, I really started coming back to the Catholic Church with Pope John Paul II, and then Benedict gave me some trouble. <laughs> but this Pope is a Jesuit. He believes in taking care of everybody. That's not meaning take away from you or what you've got. Just take care of the people that can't take care of themselves. Diane, may we I work- first say that when you open when you opened your sentence that talked about your health situation, you what, right. what a, you're you're a selfless person because you said he should say, and I you thought it have to have to do with health care, cancer, miracles, uh, prayer. Uh, illness, uh, taking care of the sick. Nope. You said, I think he should say he's not an enemy to capitalism. And and why is that, Diane? So that he's inclusive of both rich and poor? Well, honestly, it's because I was watching Fox News and they were talking about how much, how expensive that Fiat was that he was riding in. And I thought, just have the Pope say, okay, um, Fox News in particular, I guess, about an enemy of capitalism and he can go his way because that's all they were talking about on that Cavuto show. Oh, okay. On uh, Neil Cavuto. Yeah, I know Neil. All right, Diane, thank you for that in Tennessee. Diane says the Pope should say he's not an enemy to capitalism. By the way, some people used to get angry that Mother Teresa would fly first class and stay at the Ritz-Carlton. Those red-bottom shoes are uh, Louboutin, I believe. Uh, I don't have a pair. Uh, those are too expensive for me. Uh, let's go to Greg in Ithaca, Line 3. Greg, good afternoon. Yeah, hi there. Um, I've never really been a fan of any of the popes, but uh, and I'm pretty much agnostic, uh, secular humanist type. But I love this guy. I think he's great, and I think I love listening to him talk. I love his message. I think he should say what's on his mind because that's a good thing for him to do. And for those politicians that are claiming he ought to uh, not meddle in politics, what I would say is the minute they stop something the Bible, every time they're talking about their politics. He can stop talking about the politics when he's talking about religion. And the Pope feels that he should he should talk about politics. What about Diane, who said that he should say he's not an enemy of capitalism? Well, you know, I mean, if he thinks he has to neutralize his message somehow or, or uh, you know, somehow point out that he's, um, you know, balanced, uh, if he feels he has to do that, he should. I don't think he needs to say any of those things. I think he should be doing just what he's doing. Um, and it's a, it's his message is a good message. Okay, thank you. Anything else? That's it. Thanks. All right, drive carefully. Thank you. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and when we finish with a call, your cue to call through. Fill up the phone lines. I just finished with a couple of calls. We're talking about the Pope, what he should and should not say. And by the way, if a Pope speaks against capitalism. But if you've been to the Vatican, lives in the lap of luxury, does that bother you? That, that bothered me as a former Catholic. I would say, why don't you sell some of these paintings and feed some of those people in Calcutta and Mexico, huh? 8886 Leslie, 888-653-7543 is the number. Call me, tweet me, follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. I'll share your tweets right after this as well. If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Hi, you doing? I'm Leslie Marshall. 
special welcome, welcome back only to Democracy in Talk Radio of, for, and by you, the people. We're going to get to your calls in just a moment, but I do want to tell you that if you eat too much, you eat the wrong foods, even sleep in the wrong position, you can get an upset stomach. And experts say that nearly all of us eventually are going to develop some sort of digestive problem. And you know why? Because as we age, our stomachs produce less of the enzymes needed to break down food. So when I get a queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, I take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. Gutsy Chewy is oral and digestive, and and it's a digestive supplement as well. 100% natural is what I like about it. Gutsy Chew, and it works. Gutsy Chew is invented by my buddy, Dr. Doug Hagigi, a gas gastroenterologist and a dentist who blended natural heartburn remedies, papaya, licorice root, apple cider vinegar, and then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health as well. But when you put all those things together, they actually boost your body's natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewy is a gluten and lactose-free. They come in citrus and wild berry flavors. So if you, like me, are queasy or uneasy or refluxy and have that feeling from time to time, pop a Gutsy Chewy tablet. You'll feel better, but it's 100% natural and better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or Call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. That's gutsyproducts.com. And we go back to our callers. 8886 Leslie. 8886537543 is the number. And we go to New Jersey on line five with Rod. Rod, how you doing? Good afternoon. Uh, it's me. It's me, Leslie. It's me, Reggie from the state of Georgia. Oh, I'm sorry. It said you were on line four. Hello, Reggie in Georgia. How you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Rod is on. Okay. Rod is on five. Reggie, you're after Rod, so we'll go to you next. Uh, Rod, good afternoon. Uh, yes, good afternoon, Leslie. I can. Uh, I'm having a little trouble hearing you, but I'll try to hang in there. But so, uh, just wanted to uh, say I happen to think you know now I'm uh, so far as my faith is concerned, uh, I'm a uh, committed Lutheran, but I think uh, Pope Francis is great. You know. Um, he is exactly what the what the uh, church needs right now, and uh, basically he is probably the most Christ-like pope we've had in a long time. Uh, this man has made a you know basically he's dedicated his life to helping the unfortunate and the poor. And uh, if you look back, if you read the Gospels, that's basically what uh, Jesus did. He didn't have... Uh, no, I would agree with you. One of the things I like about this Pope is I find him the most Christ-like of any Pope in my lifetime. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, now there are um, some conservative Catholics that don't like him, and also uh, I wonder if the Republicans are going to sit there, uh, you know, when he addresses Congress, if the Republicans are going to sit there with their arms crossed or... Um, that uh, representative from South Carolina is going to stand up and say, you lie. Well, I don't think anybody would. I think one of the reasons they did, and I know a lot of people don't like this, is that I think some people feel, well, you know, with a black man, I, a white man, can stand up and, and say that, uh, and that there was just and, and continues to be a, a lack of respect for this president. And I think sometimes it is uh, subconsciously or otherwise based on his skin color. I don't think anybody... Uh, will be disrespectful to the Pope because he's the head of a religion. And he's technically the head of a small nation. I mean, Vat- the, the Vatican City is n- technically a country within a country uh, in the country of Italy. Okay, uh, yeah, and I said that kind of tongue-in-cheek, you know, but... Um, oh, okay, time, uh, yeah, you know, well, uh, let's hope not, right? I know that they have, they're being told, like, you know, to wash, brush their teeth, uh, no selfies, behave themselves, so, you know, we will see. I don't okay, know, but then again, yeah. Republicans wrote a letter to Iran and looked like idiots. So, <laughs> uh, 
Hard to say anyway. Yeah, yeah but, but I, anyway, my bet would be they will behave with this guy. I yeah. really hope so, and I hope they listen to what he has to say. Um, anyway, thank you very much for the time, and uh, you have a great day. All right, well, thank you, and I hope you'll give us a call again, Rod. Appreciate it. Let's go back to uh, calls on uh, Georgia. Is Reggie joining us on line four? Reggie, good afternoon. Hi, how you doing again, Leslie? Happy Tuesday to you again, too. Just like the previous callers, well, some of your previous callers said, I hope, I think the, that Pope Francis should say whatever is on his heart, mind, and soul. And if, and if any politician or any, shall we say, news media, right or left, doesn't want to hear him or doesn't want to play him or play him in audio sound clips, then, you know, so be it. You know, the hell with them all. But, you know, but the people who want to listen to him can listen to him. And if, you know, they want to go into the Internet and want to find him and want to listen to him and hear what he, exactly what he has to say, instead of being edited by the uh, news media, they can. Because you know how ex- how people in the news media, especially conservatives, like to, uh, you know, edit it, edit out bits and pieces, you know, like kibbles and bits of what people say. They do it to the president all the time. Without hearing what, exactly what he said, you know, what he had to say or what he said, and they just take bits and pieces and take them out of context. I'm afraid they might do that to, this, to, the, to Pope Francis. You know, I just hope that they don't, and I hope that they listen to him and take all what he has to say to heart and give him all the respect that he's he's due and deserves and he earns. You know what I'm saying? I think they will listen. They will respect him. But as to take it to heart, only if it benefits them politically. And I would say that pretty much left and right, although I do think he's more to the left. And I've always said, if you read the Bible and you read the life of Christ and the teaching of Christ, in my opinion, Jesus would have been a Democrat if he was uh, on earth today. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it, Reggie. Good talking to you as always. Let's go to line two in New York with Lee. Uh, Lee, um, what do you you think about the Pope and and the Pope visiting here? And are you a member of the Catholic faith? No, I'm not a member of the Catholic faith. And uh, I think that it was nice for him to be able to travel and to experience coming to America and basically... uh, Outside of that, a salute and kudos to all of the work that he does on behalf of the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. Okay, so you think he's doing uh, doing Christ's bidding, doing Christ's work? I will say that as the proponent of Catholicism, he's challenging the norms, and for him to positively make a change, he has to take the route that he's taking step by step rather than uh, being overtly um, controversial if he wants to live because uh, he's messing with the society of Jesus and he's a part of all all of that uh, all of the stuff that goes on over there. All right. All right, Lee. uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. So Lee thinks that uh, it's nice that he's here and he thinks that it's nice that he does and that it's a responsibility of the Pope to perhaps put a magnifying. I don't think the Pope is supposed to be, even though it's a political position to a degree, it's a religious position as well. And uh, obviously, if you're Catholic, even not all of you, but many of you believe he's God's representative on Earth. And some of you say, well, you know, he's a. He's the head of the Catholic Church. He's a spokesperson, but some people don't really believe that he's God's representative. But some of you do. Um, And regardless if you believe that or not, there are those that feel that the Pope has a responsibility to remind Catholics and humans across the board because of his position and his ability to reach so many, right, so many within his reign 
um, to remind them of the teachings uh, of Jesus Christ. And and technically, I think everybody needs a re- reminder. I mean, one of the reasons I left being a Christian is like Gandhi, I could not find Christ among them. And I mean, we talked about Ben Carson yesterday, a Christian, you know, he claims to be a Christian who is to me contradicting a lot of the teachings of, of Christ, as many people who are Christians are when they're judgmental or hateful and want to take vengeance into their own hands, and, you know, the list goes on. All right, let's continue with the calls, and we go to next in New York as well, but in the Bronx, on line one, Michael. Michael, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie, and may I say on the air, welcome Pope Francis to the USA. Welcome, and God bless. All right, Michael. Yes. Although I'm fairly confident he's not listening to my show. He's got a pretty packed agenda, but anyway, go ahead. I know. I, I just had. I just had to um, get that. I can't say off my chest, but um, pour it out from the bottom of my heart. And you can get that. Yes, I love this pope. He is one hundred percent spot on in terms of what you have already said, being very Christ-like and reminding people what the Christian. And you are Catholic, is. right, Michael? Yes, I am. I am Catholic. I say that because you mentioned that before, and I remembered that you you were Catholic. And, you know, you beat me to the punch because I was about to remind you again. But nonetheless, um, there are are issues which have divided Catholics, such as the abortion and the contraception. But Pope Francis has stated that, yes, the church has positions on that, but we as individuals and as Catholics, we're still called to love one another and not pry into people's personal business. What goes on with women um, in terms of their bodies, that is between them, their doctors, and God, and not for anyone else to um, be prying into. And that's why I love the fact that he's going to be addressing Congress because we have seen her time and again of representatives in Congress trying to promote the Christian morals and family values, but everything they say and everything they do, everything they propose, is totally unchristlike. So it's. I think this is a time of wake up and smell the coffee, and Pope Francis is ready to set the record straight with um, people in Congress that not everybody is Catholic, but you still have to respect one another. You may not like what a person does because of their lifestyle, but you got to love them. Respect their rights as much as you want them to respect yours, and likewise, respect their privacy, just like you would want them to respect yours. As the saying goes, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. All right, Michael, thank you. I appreciate the call, and I'm sure the Pope, if listening and gets our podcast later, will appreciate the shout-out. We're going to take a break. When we come back, continuing with your calls, we've got a couple of lines open for you, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. I'm asking, what do you think of the Pope coming to the United States? What do you think of him addressing Congress? What do you want him to say? What do you want to hear? If you're a Catholic, what do you need to hear? And if you're not a Catholic, and even if you're a Catholic, what do you think we as a nation need to hear and the world needs to hear, especially Americans as he's addressing American audiences in D.C., Philly, New York, 
and of course when he speaks to Congress. Speaking of, do you like the idea of speaking to Congress? Or do you say, Leslie, I like separation of church and state. We practice that. I don't like politics in the pulpit, and I don't like a pope in a political realm. Pick up the phone and join me. Should the pope be addressing Congress? And if so, what will he say? What should he say? And will there be some speaking of say naysayers? especially on the right, who may not like his ideas on capitalism or climate change. Uh, the list goes on. 8886 leslie 888-637-543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. I'll share some of your tweets, a couple emails, some tweets, some calls coming up right after this. Last segment in this hour on this topic, last segment in the hour of the show today. So if you want to join us, call now. 888-6-LESLIE, back after this. Leslie Marshall, the simple truth in a complicated world. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Want to hear more of Leslie's opinions? Check out her blog at www.lesliemarshallshow.com. Take those calls on hold. 8886-LESLIE's our number. Line two is Chef in Pennsylvania. Uh, Chef, do you think it's a benefit to American citizens, uh, both Catholics and non-Catholics, that the Pope is visiting the United States? Uh, Yes, I do. It's an excellent benefit for all the citizens here in the United States uh, of his visit. Uh, The one thing that's not a benefit is him addressing Congress, because as far as politicians go, it's been proven over and over and over that these people are just pure crooks. They steal, uh, they lie, and they're just simply corrupt. I have a mayor here in Pennsylvania who's going to be doing 10 to 15 years for stealing. Currently, five days ago, the district attorney of Pennsylvania just got suspended for corruption. It's on and on and on, over and over and over. So as far as politicians go, no, it's not a benefit whatsoever. Okay. Um, And uh, is there anything that you want him to touch upon uh, that you feel would be more beneficial for citizens to hear? Uh, Yeah, I mean, as far as the citizens... Him addressing the citizens, I think that's a tremendous benefit. I think it will be a benefit. I think there's many people here in the United States that appreciate his visit. I recently saw that there was people seeking tickets to go see him uh, speak in Philadelphia, actually. And people were selling some tickets also just to go to that. So I know that the citizens are very excited for that. But um, as far as the politicians go, no. All right. Thank you, Chef. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to New Mexico, line one with Felix. Felix, good afternoon. Hi, Felix. Um, um, I'm Leslie. Let's... You're Felix. Hi. <laughs> yeah, hi. You know me. I spoke to you before. I know I'm you've called before. Felix. I do remember you, Felix. Are you yeah, Catholic? I'm... Yes, ma'am. I'm a practicing Catholic. You know what, Leslie? I can't wait because, you know, I was born in Sri Lanka. He went to Sri Lanka. He's coming here to the country of my adoption and... Uh, only thing I I will tell you that two things that he will speak about the poor to the Congress though, and also he will speak about the climate change. And I can tell you this as a Catholic, uh, Leslie, he's a great pope, and speaker will regret 
inviting him to the Congress because he will say the things that you don't like to hear. Watch. And he's a great man, though. And welcome, Holy Father, to the, my country of adoption, and God bless you and protect him. Thanks for allowing me to talk to you. Thank you, oh, Leslie. Okay, Felix, thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. So, so excited to hear people from another country and how much they love this country and obviously loves his religion and his pope. Let's go to Barbara in New Mexico, Line 3. Barbara, good afternoon. Yeah, um, I have to apologize for my voice, but I want to tell you that the Pope is the head of a state as well as head of a religion. The Queen of England is a head of state and head of her church. I would expect the Pope to speak about political matters as well as religious matters. And I think he is a godsend. I think he's what the world needs. And I am so happy that he's here. I am not a Catholic, but I am very familiar with that religion. And with all that has happened in the past few years that have not very favorable for the church. I think this man has been sent by God to this world to show us how to live. Thank you very much. Okay, Barbara, thank you. And that took guts to call, as you can hear. You know, she's uh, I don't know, have breathing pa- uh, problems or, you know, problem with her voice. And, and it's hard to call radio anyway, right? I mean, there's anxiety. So I, I commend her for that. And a lot of nice things she said. Very, very true. I mean, if you're the head of a state, as he is in a sense, uh, you know, with the Vatican, Vatican City being its own nation uh, within uh, the city of Rome, within the country of Italy, he can speak to political matters uh, in that position. And she gave the example of Queen Elizabeth. Good one. Uh, let's go to Florida. Line four with the JoJo. Hi, JoJo. Good afternoon. Hi. Hi. Is, Hi. is, that, is, it, is the Pope I, visiting I, I a good or bad thing for America? Oh, I think it's an absolutely good thing. And I want to mirror what the last caller was saying, that, you know, it's analogous to, you know, a, a cool drink of water for a thirsty world. He is a godsend. I think his message of forgiveness and non-judgment and love, and he goes back to the basics of the gospel. Um, so I think that's critical, particularly now when we're such an acrimonious time with our nation and politics and everything is really a just a diversion from what we're really supposed to be doing, and that's taking care of the poor, the dispossessed, the disenfranchised. And I think he speaks to uh, speaks to those uh, concerns. And I and I think that we really are at a pivotal point, not just for our nation, but for the world. We really need to change uh, the direction in which we're taking. We need to end wars. We, you know, all the things that that bring so much harm and damage to our world. And we are stewards of our land. And he takes us back to, you know, to that message. I think that's very critical. I think it's important. I think it's a good thing. All right. Thank you very much. Very well said. Uh, so many callers I haven't heard before. I hope you all be uh, repeat offenders, if you will, here on the program. I hope so. Uh, let's share some tweets. Bradley says, politicians consider their every move with the Pope in mind. Huckabee, Kimberly Davis, and the Pope, a modern holy trinity. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. David uh, tweets, it all boils down to the person or persons best qualified to manifest destiny. Life is a burning candle. Uh, Death by diversity says, I'm very disappointed in this Pope's left-wing policy 
Kennedy's politics and embracing of climate change. He'll do some damage. Kind of funny that a guy who heads a church where women can't be priest is such a left wing uh, politico kind of thing. Um, uh, 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 Geo guy says, uh, um, God only asks you to try to do your best and continue to try. Uh, And... uh, Thomas says anyone can have a civil conversation. It does not have to turn into an argument. Vanity and greed are the problem. Jojo says, I think she just called, extremely significant for Catholics and Protestants alike, a peacemaker, a game changer. And if GOP is against him, you know he is good. (laughs) I'm Leslie Marshall. Thank you to Steve doing a great job sitting in for Mark this week. And Andrew doing a great job in his role as King Andrew. I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back tomorrow on Hump Day. Have a good one. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.